0: It's time for Talking Michigan Transportation, a podcast devoted to the conversations with people at the forefront of the ongoing mobility revolution. In the state that put the world on wheels, here's your host, MDOT Communications Director Jeff Cranston.
1: Hi, welcome again to Talking Michigan Transportation. Have you heard the names? For your ice only, Gangsta Granny Gritter, Gritalica, Gritty Gritty Bang Bang, or Ice Buster? These aren't films nor are they rock bands. These are names for gritters, which is what our friends in Scotland call snowplows. We've been inspired by a program that they launched to let the public name their gritters, and MDOT has launched a similar initiative for state-owned plows on the roads. So today I'm going to talk about this novel means of public engagement, first with Ian McDonald of Transport Scotland, and later with Nick Sharippa and Courtney Bates of the MDOT Office of Communications. <laughs> And I'm talking today with Ian McDonald of Transport Scotland. Uh, Ian has agreed to come on and, and talk to us about their plow naming initiative, which inspired MDOT to uh, create a similar program. And uh, I think some other states, I know Minnesota is doing something too. But uh, Ian, thanks for taking time to do this. Could you just tell us how uh, this idea to name your, what you call gritters, uh how that came to be?
0: Yeah, thanks, Jeff. Um, the idea came about probably around four years ago, when um, the, to really increase public awareness after a spell of bad weather. Um, occasionally, we could pick up some bad um, sort of thoughts from the members of the public around the usual question: but like whenever there's bad weather, we never see a gritter on the road. So we we set about um, a program of doing uh, publicity on the the value of the fleet that we have. I mean, we have two hundred. 13 critters in the fleet across all the operating companies that provide our service across the Trunk Road Network. So there can be 180 of these running about, as it probably will be tonight. And just to get past that question that the public always always asks, where are they? We put up a, we decided to progress a critter tracker, which actually sits on the Traffic Scotland website. We, we use that for uh, conveying information on, on travel to the, the public across Scotland. And it sits as a portal on the website, and it allows the public to go in and see live all over the, the country where each of the, the trunk road critters is located and how long it's been out, where it's been treating on the road, if it's salted or hasn't salted in the past couple of hours. So it gives them a, a real picture of the, the the range of fleet that we have out there. So there's a real
1: transparency component to it. You're showing, you know, what, what you're doing, how how money's being spent. But are, are you surprised at the incredible success and that this became such a Twitter phenomena?
0: It's certainly grown in popularity since we decided to to start naming them. That's really increased the the take-up and public interest, especially with schools, with uh, local communities uh, across Scotland, and they've all engaged in doing that, uh, picking up in some very creative and inventive names, which you've probably seen.
1: Yeah, what's your favourite?
0: Um, my favourite, probably after the success recently of the Scotland uh, football team, was uh, it's got to be uh, yes, a ice can boogie. But we've had quite a few. Uh, there's a lot of in- innovation goes on with the, the 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 contributors, and there's a whole new range. of just have 25 new uh, suggestions coming from uh, one community, including a, a whole range of James Bond names. So. Uh, once they heard that we were coming on to speak to you guys as well, they've all, also suggested Ellen DeGenegritz, <laughs> maybe popular with the, the American uh, followers. I think uh, Gangsta
1: Granny Gritter, uh, Gritter Thernberg, <laughs> Grit Expectations, uh, License to Chill. That's a fun one, <laughs> going to your uh, your previous comments. Uh Let's see. Sandy the Solway Salter, Scotland's Bravest Gritter. I don't know how you decide who's bravest. Yes, sir. Ice Can Boogie. <laughs> so, um, ours are still coming in. Uh, as of this recording, uh, we are uh, at about 10,000 nominations. Um, <clears throat> there's only some 360 plows in the, in the Michigan MDOT fleet. Uh, several local agencies have their own Plows, so um, maybe they'll adapt it too. But uh, you know, going forward, um, do you see this? Uh, I mean, what are you thinking about the future? Will will you give new names each year, or will the same name stick with a gritter for a while? Have you thought that?
0: We we're approaching the stage where we 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 hope to have a name on them all, um, and that it's now getting the stage where it's uh, requiring some real thought to get. Uh, pretty cute and innovative names on these. Uh, and, and a lot of that, as I said, is, is done in the public. Um, maybe a local edge to these things as well. But yeah, certainly keeping um, as new characters come on board and certain things happen, Gritta, Thun, uh, Gritta Thunberg's a, an example of that. And as, uh, as people sort of come and go, they, they, there's an the opportunity, as there is when we change our operating companies and they bring their own engagement into that fleet. So it's a real a real drive to try and get a name on every single Greta. Have your
1: uh, have the, the drivers embraced this? Do they see it as, as something that's fun and interesting?
0: I think they do. I think locally they're, they're all known for the vehicle that they drive. Some of them might be um, unfortunate, depending on what that name is, but I think most of them really <laughs> like and are quite proud of the names that they have on that particular vehicle, and they become quite a local celebrity.
1: I'm guessing some folks might uh, be surprised to, to know you get much snow in Scotland. Um, <clears throat> obviously, you have lowlands and highlands, and most of that snow is in the highlands. But um, you know, how many
0: significant snow events do you see in a year? It can range uh, from few and far. Yeah, uh, but they recently we've had a spell where we've gone through a period of about three weeks where we've had continued snow, uh, as you say. That really, we on our roads around about 200 meters and above. That's where we start to see um, a more concentrated and continued snowfall. But as I look outside the window at the moment, it's snowing here in Perth and Scotland, um, and it's due to be snowing across the country again again tonight, and we're keeping our eyes closely on uh, the, the ongoing cold period that we've got here, where it's uh, to continue to snow for quite a wee while.
1: Are any of your UK neighbours uh, adopting
0: this naming initiative? They, they are indeed. A lot of the, the local authorities, the councils, um, both in Scotland and in England, are, are picking up on it. Um, one of the The the, the portal itself, once they've been able to see them on a tracker, that in itself, where you can look at it on the trafficscotland.org website, has put out quite a lot of publicity on that. We've had a lot of inquiries following the the, the build-up of the site and the publicity that that's generated. And a lot of the local authorities have seen the real uh, advantages of having that sort of public-facing Facility to show that there is a fleet out there, and there is a lot of work getting done, and it, it, it helps to to put the message across and, and let the, the public see that there are a lot of vehicles out there.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and that's what we use um, our website. It's called My Drive, Michigan Drive, um, and we encourage people to to look and see where plows have been, like you said, where salt has has been put down, and uh, part of knowing before you go is is checking out those conditions and knowing what you're going to be facing when you go out there. Um, I, I think you can't say enough about the the safety aspect of this, and if you can also have some fun with it, you know that's that's great.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the main uh, thing. It's it's using the the balance to to put into that message and getting it across to the public. If you, it always helps if you can put a bit of fun uh, into that, and it helps get, get the message across and get the engagement. And as I said earlier, especially with the school kids, they're always uh, particularly engaging on that, and the, the teams. Our comms teams across the the board spend a lot of time working with the local communities to get that engagement with schools.
1: Yeah, we uh, we started our initiative by engaging an elementary school um, in Benton Harbor in the southwest part of Michigan, which is along Lake Michigan and a heavy snow belt. So we knew it's a place where you know obviously we have a lot of a lot of snow to plow most years. This year has been been down in terms of snowfall, although the winter's not over yet. How are you? Are you are you tracking with your annual snowfall, or are you lower than usual?
0: We are we're probably higher than we on, on average than we've been, uh, but we're certainly we don't get as much as you do. Um, we would we our last big occurrence would have been what we called the Beast from the East back in two thousand and eighteen. So we have been in conjunction with the Met Office over here. We've been looking at the the, the trend towards another Beast from the East. Thankfully. Uh, and maybe, thankfully, depends on which side the fence you sit on. We, we've managed to avoid that uh, up to now. So we're keeping a close eye on that potential for another one of these uh, soon.
1: What, uh, did you get any pushback on this? Was there any criticism at all? Did people say, well, that's just silly. Why are you wasting your time doing this?
0: I think the popularity always weighs out, outweighs any silliness. And I think it's more and more and more buy-in. It's... Uh, as people see the popularity growing, I think as long as we just stick to the, as you probably do, we stick to the set of rules that we don't offend anybody with the names and, and, and we apply common sense, it always seems to just uh, the public appreciate pro, what we're doing with it. Yeah, and you can't control what gets said on Twitter. No, you can't, no. <laughs> um,
1: Well, that's that's great. Is there anything else that you want to add about the program or, or you know say about uh, how you think it's going?
0: No, just uh, thanks for the opportunity to, to put the, the publicity out there, if anybody's interested they can see the the portal and they can see our fleet moving about on uh, traffic, trafficscotland.org and the, the gritter tracker portal's up there, go visit and, and see which of the, the, the gritters are like to look up
1: And Traffic Scotland is, is part of Transport Scotland, right? That's just, is that just your site?
0: Tra- traffic Scotland is the the portal which uh, gives out information for the, the trunk road network across Scotland, um, traffic information, uh, incidents, and, and a whole host of information on there, including winter service that we we provide the gutter tracker, and it and it also updates on a nightly basis. It's from three o'clock this afternoon. They'll give all the the travelling public uh, an insight into all the treatments, and they can check the the local network and the the, the, the trunk road network where they are to check what the proposed salt uh, treatments are on the road in their their uh, area.
1: Well, thanks, Ian. This is uh, I'm really glad that uh, you guys had such success with this and it inspired uh, some folks in our agency and others around uh, around the states to to do something similar. I think it's it's nothing but good. It engages people. It's transparency. And, Gives people uh, some sense of what's going on and maybe even the kids see it and, uh, you know, think about, you know, careers and what they could do in terms of uh, in terms of maintenance for highway and roads departments.
0: Yeah, let's hope they do. And we'll keep keep a close eye on your uh, output as well. We'll Look forward to seeing that. All right. Well, thank you.
1: Thanks, Jeff. Welcome back, and as promised, for the second segment today, we're going to be talking with Nick Sharipa, who is the media relations specialist for MDOT in our southwest region, which is centered in Kalamazoo and includes uh, the counties to a little bit of the north and east, but mostly to the southwest of Kalamazoo. And then we'll also be talking with Courtney Bates, who is uh, a Specialist in the central office at MDOT and has been key in helping to spearhead this effort, both in terms of getting the names on my drive and following up on all the names that are being offered. Uh, And I think as of now, we're well above 10,000, is that right?
2: Yeah, we're at 10,300 names.
1: So what do you think Courtney, in terms of uh, what this could mean for us I and mean, let's talk about, I mean, it's fun, but let's talk about the benefits first. And because you have a significant hand in in MyDrive and our efforts to communicate with the public about road incidents and roads that are clear and roads that have delays and, you know, the whole no before you go concept. How, how, did, how does this help with that?
2: Sure, um, getting just the, the attention brought to the snowplows that we have on our MyDrive site is driving people to our MyDrive application which of course as you stated you know we talk about construction we show our incidents we show our plows And probably most importantly our cameras. And we know that people are coming out to our MyDrive site to to, like you say, know before you go. And so they're checking their routes and they're doing this through our camera views and the snowplow cameras and things like that. So they're ultimately making informed decisions about the possible delays in road conditions that we have and ultimately saving them time, frustration, and you know, promoting safety when we do that.
1: So you you both heard Ian McDonald from Transport Scotland talk about why this was important to them in terms of transparency and people being able to actually see where the plows were and just by giving them names, um, it makes it easier to track and maybe makes it more interesting, makes people more likely to, to want to go on there and, and see it. Nick, you've been dealing uh, with a lot of media requests for interviews since uh, this was launched um, more than a week ago. What kinds of questions are you getting and what seems to be most interesting to the reporters you're talking to?
3: Um, I honestly, I think it starts as kind of the entertainment factor. You know, this is a neat idea. Why would you do this? Um, where did the idea come from? You know, certainly a tip of the cap to Ian and the folks, uh, Traffic Scotland. It's a, it's a great idea. Uh, it really does, uh, kind of attract the eye. It's, it's a creative way, uh, to get the foot in the door. And, And like Courtney said, it really does draw people's attention to my drive, uh, and to that. Uh, that kind of that public gateway to what we do. Um, and while naming plows may seem like uh, just kind of a fun way to engage the public in that interface, uh, it really humanizes one of the most important groups of employees in our agency uh, and the jobs they do, uh, highlighting the importance of their safety and the vital work they perform every day for Michigan families and our guests.
1: That's a really good point because it's it's easy to go by um, these big trucks, whether they're MDOT plows or they're a local road agency's plows, and it's just a nameless, faceless machine going down the road. And and you're right, it's a, it's a good thing to remember that that's a real person that's out there uh, taking some risk to make the roads better for us. So you know, that kind of goes to, uh, you know, our decision to partner out of the gate and kind of our, our pilot with this, um, with Fair Plains Elementary in Benton Harbor. Um, it sounds like the The principal, and the teacher, and the kids have been very enthusiastic about this.
3: Yeah, they they really embraced the idea. You know, I, we, we pitched the idea right out of the gate, uh, and it took them all of about eight nanoseconds to jump all over the idea. Um, and they pitched uh, three names. It was a fifth grade class, and one of the three names was their school mascot. So there is an M dot Plow that runs M sixty three right up and down in front of uh, Fair Plains East Elementary in, in Benton Harbor. Uh, named Tiger. Um, and that opens up, I think, more than just the opportunity to humanize that, that plow and that operator and, and, and that whole operation, but uh, it, it also gives us an opportunity to introduce career opportunities uh, to those kids, um, deliver safety messages, and create real uh, relationships with those students, the faculty, the parents, uh, and our staff, uh, uh, between our staff and, and that community. So uh, I think there's a lot of really valuable benefits that, that can come out of that relationship.
1: Well, since you mentioned um, that name, Tiger, Courtney, and you've been sifting through these thousands <laughs> of submissions, talk about some of your favorites.
2: So it's, some of you, my favorites, I particularly thought Kid Rock Salt was pretty creative. Um, we've had... A lot of Plowy Maccow face entries. So that seems really popular. Orange Slush, um, Darth Grader, Frosted Flakes, Orange Thunder. Those are just a few that are kind of fun.
3: Nick, what about uh, you? Man, uh, Sir Salts a lot. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I, I saw that one a few dozen times. Uh, it's Snow Problem, Snow Place Like Home, Snow Baca. But hands down, my favorite so far has been uh, "Notorious B.I.G." That's that's been my my favorite so far. Cause that was yours. Uh, negative. <laughs> I, you know, I came up with a couple, but I'm I'm not good at the stuff. I like Salt Disney, uh, Veruca Salt. That one just made me giggle. But we, I I said we can't use that one just because it's you know it's a pretty it's a a, a famous name, but. Um, People are really clever. People are really clever. Uh, w- way more yeah. creative than I am. So it, it's been it's been a lot of fun to to see all the creativity. I, I, you know, I got exposed to a few hundred of them on Twitter in a matter of a few hours. Right. I mean, that's kind of been my exposure to the list. Uh, and Courtney has been overwhelmed. Uh, you know, being you know ten thousand three hundred plus uh, in the master list that we've you know compiled through the website. I have not seen that list yet. Uh, I am scared to death to see that list. I can't even imagine reading through that many names. I'm kind of giddy, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm kind of excited to see all the creativity that that, that people have uh, foisted upon us.
2: And we've actually had a really good outreach from the elementary schools, the, that piece of it. We've had quite a few, um, send some names in, so that'll be fun to go through those as well. In, in all various parts of the state, not just Southwest region.
1: Well, and, and we talked about this and I think that you know, we kind of crept into this, wanted to to pilot it and see how it goes. And and you know, there's an education process that goes along with this, of course, but um, I think as, as it stands now, we should be able to, you know, resume this in earnest and probably learn from what we've done so far and. And have something even better going into next snow season. So, Nick, what do you what do you think about uh, about the future and, and how your uh, your drivers are embracing the idea?
3: This is really drawing attention to the value of what they do and who they are, and showing the entire state. So, I mean, showing everybody that not only do we internally value them, but we want everybody to appreciate them and appreciate their safety and their worth. That that's kind of our goal here, right? Overall. So,
1: Courtney, will you talk about uh, you know MyDrive and you you mentioned that uh, most of its use uh, are on desktops, you know, laptops, um, and not so much on mobile devices. Um, why do you think that is?
2: Well, I'm hoping that it's because people are looking at their stuff before they head out the door. Obviously, we we don't encourage people to use their phones while driving. Um, so I, I just think people are looking at that. I think what they're looking at, again, and we know from the stats that are coming in from MyDrive, we have over 3 million page views in MyDrive for 2020. Um, of those, the the largest amount of clicked items on our toolbar are the cameras, the construction, and then the plows. And so we know that people are looking for, to see what those road conditions are before they leave their house. So hopefully they're making better decisions about maybe not even going out that day if the snow is really bad and the roads are, you know, the plows are out working and they're just, it's snowing hard. Um, so I think I think people are looking at that, and I'm hoping my biggest hope, being in safety, is that they they're they're not using their devices in their car. Instead, they're looking before before they go.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. Obviously, um, this this whole thing is about safety, and if if it can be fun, and if it takes a little fun to get people more engaged, then all the better. Um,
2: is For there sure. anything else? Either, yeah, I just you wanted, want to add. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, the day we announced our um, snowplow initiative on that Sunday, January 17th, we actually saw a 50% increase in traffic to my drive that day. So that's, that's really telling. So that's getting people out there. It's getting them interested. It's, it's getting them to look and maybe they're going to see when they come out to my drive that it's not just, just plows and cameras, but we have constructions and we have incidents and, you know, those other things that will help make their travel decisions when they head out
1: absolutely yeah driving more people to the site so they can find out all the other features that they probably didn't know about that's a that's a great collateral benefit of this whole thing
2: definitely all
1: right well thanks again both of you and uh thanks earlier to ian mcdonald for his part in this i think this was a good conversation and uh we'll be uh we'll be talking about this more as the initiative moves forward thanks
0: that's a wrap for this edition of talking michigan Transportation. Check out show notes and more by subscribing on Apple Podcasts.